Welcome to Coffee in the Library. We are back with Pastor Siwale for another episode. Uh, this is one of those I was looking forward to, but also not looking forward to, because uh, it can be quite testy. Yeah. But here we go. We are talking about disagreeing with your church leaders. For those of you who are not aware, Pastor Siwale is my church leader. <laughs> so, so this one, uh, this one is about when you disagree with uh, with your church, mm. with your church leaders on uh, on the direction that uh, on on different things. Mm. Uh, so to set some context to it, uh, why why is this a relevant topic? Um, the virus of unnamed origin that we have been dealing with for the last uh, uh, last two years mm. has resulted in a lot of decisions being made by church leaders on on a, on a number of issues. Uh, I actually heard it said just the other day that it's presented a lot of difficulties for church leaders mm. because whatever you do, you'll be criticized. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you do something, you're criticized. You don't do something, you're criticized. You mm. talk about it, you're criticized. You yeah. don't talk about it. So there's all of these issues mm. uh, around it. Uh, so let's start from the basics, mm. right? Um, is it okay to disagree with your, with, your church, with your church leaders or does it mean that there is something wrong? Okay, that's an interesting question, but also an interesting an interesting topic as well. Is it okay to disagree with your leaders? Yes, it is okay. Uh, end of story. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> this has been coffee in the library. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but look, it, it is it is okay. To disagree with your church leaders, and you, you, there will be numerous times when you disagree with your church leaders. But also, as you disagree, you really need to ask yourself, what is it that I'm disagreeing with, or what is that you disagreed on with with my leaders? And uh, once that is established, then it helps you now to know. What would be the next course of action? Yeah. 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 So um, there is a disagreement, and it's okay to have that disagreement. Um, yeah. So let, let's 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 use the let's use this this uh, virus of unnamed origin. Uh, church leaders have done something, and you think there's a problem uh, with that. How do you go about addressing it? What 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 steps that, uh, do, should you take yeah. in terms of trying to address the problem? And I, I think the Bible doesn't leave us uh, to guess. Yeah. The Bible does give us uh, examples of guidelines that we can use. And I always use Ma- immediately go to Matthew Matthew eighteen. Uh, if a brother sins against you, that kind of principle. Matthew eighteen, fifteen to eighteen. Now the principle I always say it's about disagreement uh, with a brother, but can also be used. I mean, your church leaders are your brothers, mm-hmm. uh, and so the principle must always be: if it's your elders, seek an audience with them. If you want collectively a lot, or if you one of them, uh, and begin and say what it is that you disagree on. And then it, that just also gives you a platform to hear their side and why they've uh, 
opted to go that route. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things that we must also be clear is uh, before we get to the the COVID mm -hmm. is a preliminary is, is that you must also bear in mind that the Bible gives us what I refer to as biblical dogmatics, mm -hmm. which do not change whatever you are, because that's what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. What it says about God, what it says about his worship, who Christ is, those are clear biblical dogmatics. Mm -hmm. Those are essential, those are fundamental. Mm -hmm. And then there will be what I refer to as church dogmatics. Mm -hmm. That would change depending on who the leaders are or where which church you are in. The main place uh, emphasis on certain aspects of practice as a result of what they believe or what they see from the scriptures. And so when I think of COVID, COVID is one one area, one issue or one area, one topic that has sort of brought about different reactions and that has made church leaders to really ask themselves what is it that should will be the best in this case bearing in mind that to give an account to God and and this account is not how we responded to one person but how we responded to the people that God brought before us and so the elders or your leaders would have sat and would like to believe that they would have prayed and then say this is the course of action that we are going to, 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 to take. And therefore, you as an individual, while you may disagree on the, 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 the wisdom or the decision that your elders have taken, but at least you need to first of all recognize that most likely they did not just come up with a decision out of the blue. They must have consulted each other, prayed, and therefore thought this is the best decision uh, to take in view of where we are as a church yeah. and what is prevailing. Uh, let, let me bring us back just, yeah. to, just uh, a bit so that we can, we, we can move forward at the same pace. Mm. The, um, I think one of the big questions that, that has to be answered yeah. by the individual who has a problem mm. First is whether is either is this problem serious mm -hmm. or not, mm -hmm. or is this something that I should is it uh, is it serious and that is it is it something worth discussing? Mm -hmm. um, not all grievances are supposed to be uh, uh, sort of discussed. Mm -hmm. There there are some things that are um, let's 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 say a church leader did something you did not like. Mm -hmm. I'll use uh, COVID just it's just, yeah, it's just yeah, the easiest yeah, example yeah. I had. Um, let's say uh, one of the church leaders sprays the microphone, mm -hmm. you know, for COVID, sanitizes mm -hmm. the, mic the microphone, yeah. right? Uh, you may have an issue with that, but that's not exactly something to be like, you know, let me go and address the, you know, because <laughs> that's that, that, that um, there, there should be some wisdom. Yeah. Maybe that, that's not a hill to die on, mm -hmm. it's not a discussion worth having. Yeah. And this is destroying the microphone, right? Um, but then there are some things that are ser that are um, that that are serious where you should you should address this. So how should the church, how should the individual church member process whether this is something that is serious enough for me to seek an audience with with the church leader about to address? 
because all of us are dealing with this issue. Sometimes we write it off, ah, you know, sometimes it's a real issue, but we say it's not serious. And sometimes it's not an issue and we make it serious. So how do we determine whether this issue is serious enough for us to approach a church leader about? I think sometimes this also depends with the maturity of a person. Yeah. Because uh, the fact that something has troubled you or bothered you, yeah. then it's serious to you. Yeah. And therefore, in all wisdom, find a way to address it because it's bothering you yeah. or it's there's sort of troubling you. Yeah. But your maturity also be able to say, look, I don't think this is something I should uh, take and try and address it with elders. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's sort of troubling you, and therefore because it's troubling you, it's making each time you see that elder or you see that person, your leader, it sort of just troubles you and therefore it doesn't leave you at peace. Is this what the Bible refers to as stumbling? Yes. So you are, you are, you are, you are being stumbled. I was yes. going to come to that here. Yeah. Then there's need for you to address it. Mm-hmm. So that at least you you get an audience and a response. So can we define stumbling for the sake of mm-hmm. this conversation? Stumbling is something that gets in the way of fellowship, yes. of right fellowship. So, so with the, with the person. Yeah. Every time you're saying the yes. church leaders, rather than you thinking, hey, you know, um, how is he doing? Yeah. How is his family engaging in a normal way? This thing is a, is a, is a hindrance. protruding or nagging. Yes. Yeah. Then, then there's cause to address it. Yes. There's cause to address okay. it. And that's why I began from Matthew 18. Yeah. I said the principle can be applied in this. It says, if a brother sins against you, but it may not be that they've sinned against you, yeah. but they've done something that sort of is tumbling you yeah. and therefore preventing that uh, open fellowship, then there's need to address it. Okay, yeah. so, and, that, and, and, and I would assume that's why you said maturity, because there are some things that would be an issue for me yeah. that are not an issue for, 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 for another brother. Yeah, exactly. It's not stumbling him, exactly. but it's stumbling me. Yeah, that's why I said the maturity of a person yeah. also matters. And I think our leaders also know yeah. that the, the, when they're giving audience, they're also open to try and see what's the maturity yeah. of a person, even as they respond. Because at times I remember some of the things I would bring to my elders. Yeah. <laughs> now I look back, I was like, okay, yeah, now I was young, full of zeal. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the zeal of the Lord was consuming me. Yeah. <laughs> so you address it by the way they responded. Yeah. It's, they didn't shove it. Yeah. They gave me an audience. Yeah. Yeah. And then in me expressing myself, I would ask pointed questions. That sort of would open you to think or look at the other possibility yeah. or another way of looking at the, at the same thing. Yeah. And so really the issue must be seek an audience yeah. so that you are not constantly being stumbled mm-hmm. and therefore failing to worship your God properly or the right fellowship with the, with the person uh, or with the leaders. But then the other, the other issue must be is their teaching or what it is that they are promoting or teaching, is it, uh, is it, is it conforming to the message of the apostles of the Bible? Yeah. If it's not, then yeah, that's a lot more serious. Yeah. Because then there's a problem because there's, there's a fundamental shift from the scriptures. Yeah. And therefore, one must be able to be forthright yeah. and say, it's what the Bible teaches, and I think we've deviated because of one, two, three, four. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, so you are stumbled, sufficiently stumbled by what's going on. Let's, uh, we are not all the same temperament, right? Some are bulls in a China shop. They are very aggressive. They want to be in the elders' face and talk about it. Then there are those who are more soft-spoken. Um, and so let's say we're dealing with a member who is stumbled, but, but you know, says, I'm not the kind of person who, I'm shy, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm reserved. Um, how how does one navigate that situation? Which one should over which one should override the other? Does stumbling override the the fact that the person is reserved and and more laid back, or should the, does the temperament determine how do, how does one navigate this? Yeah, this it's, it's it's the seriousness of the issue at hand, and because that issue is hindering fellowship with the the leaders of the other person. So it's not so much about about personality. It's about what is the the issue at hand. That's one. And then the, secondly, it's the fact that because the issue at hand is in many ways affecting your duties as a member or your responsibility as a member, that's serious enough to seek an audience mm-hmm. with the person. So the, 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 the temperament of, a, of an individual is simply, and well, let me not use another name, but to simply add to the way the person approaches the matter. Mm-hmm. Not that it will reduce the seriousness or add to the seriousness. Mm-hmm. So you find that there are those who are quiet and they would have processed the issue mm-hmm. and reached the point where I need to address this issue. Mm-hmm. Then there are those who just flare within the moment. Yeah. And yeah, I need to see, I, I need to sit with you, address this issue. So the temperament simply shows or brings in the avenue of how the person goes about it or not. Mm-hmm. But the point is, if something is serious enough to causing you to be stumbled or to think about it many times or to ponder it on many occasions, then it must be able to be addressed. Okay. I think I'm following. Yes. So each believer should prioritize the unity within the body of Christ quite high yeah. on the on the list of things that we value within the church. Unity should be up yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And and unity is this is this cohesive fellowship yeah. where nothing stands in the mm-hmm. way of, of our of, of our fellowship yeah. with one another. Almost, almost like the Acts two church, the, 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 the church in Acts. We are so, so united, yeah. and that's why we bring these things up because um, not bringing them up is creating these hindrances to fellowship within the church. Exactly, and in the example given of Acts. That's why you see that from chapter two all the way to chapter six, something presented itself that would have brought about a disunity within the church and therefore causing the Hoting, if I could use that term, the spread of the gospel. You have there were those who are in need, and then so the believer responded by selling their possession. You have persecution. You have Ananias and Sapphira, and then you have the the the, the Grecians and the Hellenists complain, and therefore the apostles had to do that because they recognize that we must be one family. And Christ says, "By this the world will know that you are my disciples." And so. The unity of God's people must be paramount. Yeah. 
And that's why I'd say, I said at the beginning that there are certain fundamentals that we deal with. Yeah. And those are the biblical dogmatics. Yeah. The practice or the, the preferences might be different. Yeah. But the, 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 the fundamentals must be upheld. Yeah. And what that would mean is that because we have these fundamentals or an agreement, my, my personal preferences might be overlooked. Or I might choose to overlook them because of the fundamentals. Yeah. Yeah. Because I prioritize the, the, the unity of God's people. The, the, the example I'd like to think of is in, in Galatians 2, I think 11 to 14, where Paul had to rebuke Peter. Uh, and I'd like to believe Peter must have been a leader. <laughs> yeah. Now, Paul was concerned that the actions of Peter would lead to a fundamental drift in the church. And so what Peter was doing was that before the Jews uh, came, uh, he would interact with the Gentiles, eat freely, mingle with them. But now there are these Jews that came. And I think Galatians are the Jews from James. Uh, Peter started not hiding. Like, no, you don't want to interact with those. And Paul saw that to be a problem. Because he was basically being a hypocrite and he dealt, he dealt, dealt with that. And, and, and so what we are saying there is, I think, is the fact that as, as God's people, first of all, we must be able to see what are the essentials, what are the fundamentals. What are the, the hills that are supposed to die on? And what are those things that are said, okay, I can live with it. Yeah. And I may not be in agreement, yeah. but I can, live, I can live with it. And that calls for maturity. Yeah. And once you know that, then you must be able to say, okay, this I'm willing to die on this one. Yeah. And, 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 and that is key. Yeah. And in doing that, it must not be about I, me, and myself. Yeah. It must be for the good of the church and the promotion of the unity of God's people. I, 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 and I think that's why you have a, a plurality of elders. Yeah. Because in the multitude of uh, counsel, there is wisdom. Mm -hmm. And so the elders will not just, no one will just say, no, I think this is what you should do. There's consultation. Yeah. And therefore, then the, the leader will say, this is what we'll do. Yeah. Having brought in many angles and factors, and also personal giftings and experience in the Christian walk. Yeah. And therefore thinking for the good of the church, this is the direction we are going to, to take. Yeah. Now, oftentimes, individuals are so boxed up into their circle mm -hmm. that their interest is just around them. Yeah. While they may argue that it's for the good of the church, but mainly when you are to break down the argument, it's really about, it yeah, the, individual, about yeah. the individual. And, and I would say that, that in that, at that point, when you disagree with your elders, do it in a respective manner, mm. having sought their audience, mm. having heard their side, yeah. having, if you've got questions, having processed with them. Yeah. And then you can actually say, look, I disagree on this point, mm -hmm. and therefore maybe I'm leaving the church, yeah. or I disagree with you at this point, however, I still have trust yeah. in your leadership, bearing in mind that you will give an account to God and I will follow yeah. uh, what your guidelines are. Yeah, you brought the example of Paul and, uh, of, of Paul and Peter from yeah. Galatians. Mm -hmm. um, 
Paul and Peter's disagreement, it, it, it seems it was public. Yeah. Yes. So um, Matthew 18 indicates a private setting mm -hmm. initially. Yeah. And then it also leaves some room for a public, uh, a, a public, uh, a public uh, encounter, yeah. if you will. Mm -hmm. So, uh, firstly, is there room for the, for for that public disagreement, right? Um, and yes, uh, how do we how do we get to that point? Because yeah, how do we get to the if there is room? How do we get to the point of public uh, of public disagreement? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think the example of uh, Galatians two eleven to fourteen. Uh, I think we, it's public because it was in the public domain in that sense. And what I mean is, oh, the Bible says, but when Cephas came to Antioch, mm -hmm. I opposed him to his face mm -hmm. because he stood condemned. For before certain men came from James, he was eating with the Gentiles. But when they came, he drew back and separated himself, fearing the circumcision. The sin was public. Yes. And that's why he addressed yes. it. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. But so if it's a public sin, like I said, that's why you need to, what is it that you're disagreeing on? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if it's in a public sphere, it will be dealt with publicly. Okay. Let's, yeah. let's, 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 let's put, let's yeah. put it there. Yeah. So um, in that moment, mm -hmm. Paul is present, mm -hmm. Peter is. In the, he's in the middle of the the public uh, the, the, the the public showing of, of what was wrong, yeah. the public sin. Yeah. And so in that moment, Peter can Paul comes up and he says, Ah, ah, no. ah buona. This, right? this, right. is, this is not right. Yeah. So it would be similar to um, uh, you see an elder mm -hmm. in the middle of the, let's say an illicit relationship. Yeah. He's, he's, he's behaving inappropriately yeah. with uh, towards a young lady. Towards a young lady. And it's, 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 it's inappropriate, it's publicly yeah. inappropriate. Yeah. In that sense, you go up and you say, not that you're, making, you're causing fracas, mm -hmm. like, hey, let's stop this church no, meeting, no, no, no. elder. But he goes there and he yeah. says, uh-uh, no, yeah. there's, there's a problem here. Um, so, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it isn't that the sin has public implications, but that the... the, the um, the action of the scene. The action of the it's it's happening in front of it's happening in front of yeah. you. So you're not a, you're not you're, um, you're not living to fight another day. You're saying it's happening now. So let's 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 address it yeah. now. Yeah. And not that you know there's, there's public implications to this scene. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you're calling out the church elders in the middle of uh, a church service or a church members no. meeting. No, that's that's totally different. Here, it's writing the action of the scene mm -hmm. and for comes in. Another, another example I would think of is, let's say, right in the church service, so we're about to start a church service, and then you see an elder showing favoritism. Mm. Yeah. Mm. At that particular point, moment when you've seen it, yeah. and it's evident, yeah. deal with it. Ah, yes. Okay. You, yeah, yeah, deal with it. Yeah. Because that will have implications to those around. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But if it's an issue of okay, no, it's uh, it's an issue of the early examples we gave COVID or yeah. a, a church practice or something. Let, let me let me yeah. give an example. Yeah. Let, let, let's say you notice. Mm -hmm. that is, let's say you notice that the elder 
only invites Tongas to read the Bible. Uh-huh. Right? And then it's during a service. Yeah. And he invites another Tonga yeah. to read. The, is that, is that, is, is that, is that, would you put that as, as one of those, or is that one of those things where maybe it's a coincidence, you yeah. don't know enough so it's, information? Yeah. So it's one of those things that you would say, okay, look, I'll deal with it outside. Yeah. So it might be the elder is very sincere, yeah. but in his mind, he doesn't see yeah. a tribe. Yeah. He sees the person who has the ability to read the scriptures publicly. Yeah. And so when you point out, my view, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, or, yeah. or give another reason. So it, it, sh- it should be the kind of thing where it's beyond the... Sh- there's no dispute yeah, here exactly. that what is happening here, not only is it sinful, it's intentional, it's all of this. Exactly. Ah, okay. Then, that's why Paul was saying, he, he said, because he stood condemned. Yes, yes. So look, there's no discussion. Money are wrong, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I have to deal with it yeah. here and there so that those who have led astray yeah. will see this is not right. Yeah. So in the absence of that, we should try to resolve issues behind, uh, behind the scenes yes. because we don't want to create unnecessary ruckus. No. That creates disunity within the body of Christ. Exactly. Yeah. If it can be resolved behind closed doors, resolve it behind. Closed. Exactly. And also bearing in mind what Paul writing to Timothy was saying in First Timothy five, I think seventeen to nineteen. Yeah. About look, before you bring an accusation before another, you're not saying don't, mm-hmm. but let's say say make sure you have enough evidence. Exactly. Or enough witnesses. Yeah. Credible ones before. Yeah. So because sometimes you may accuse God's servant yeah. when in actual sense it's just a misunderstanding, it's a misunderstanding, yeah. Yeah. misunderstanding of God and could have been dealt with. Yeah. But for you to think it's trying to maintain the purity of the church, yeah. in actual sense, it's ever just being disobedient yeah. to God's uh, God's God's leader. Yeah. That's that, that that brings a lot of clarity. Yeah. That brings a lot of clarity. Uh, yeah, how much time do we have left there? Okay, we are at like minute 27. Okay, um, so landing this plane, let's see whether, let, let's see whether I've got you right. Um, not only is it not wrong, it's, it's not wrong to have disagreements with your elders, yeah. these things happen, mm-hmm. right? Um, you should be able to address them, especially if it, if, if it presents a stumbling block to fellowship. Yeah. Fellowship between you and the elders mm-hmm. or fellowship within the church. Um, you address public sins publicly, mm-hmm. um, but you should have the discretion to address the vast majority of issues behind closed doors mm-hmm. first, because you are still gathering information, you don't know what's going on, there should be wisdom and discretion about it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, because once you have enough evidence, yeah. you go before the person. Yeah. And if it's clear enough, uh, like I said, my faith, if it's clear enough that the, the, the leaders can see, bring in, bring in mature people, yeah. and before long, then can be public. So look, look, I've addressed this thing. The, there's been no consensus that I've ever produced that still. Yeah. Or there's been no agreement, even though it's very clear where I'm coming from and the position and the issues I have. So we're back at Matthew. Yeah. yeah. And then, ultimately, when it's coming to the church, it's basically more of a, uh, a private thing. Where yeah. I say, okay, look, having addressed 
having sought audience with my leaders mm. and having shown them where I'm where I'm coming from or standing and there's been no repentance or there'll be no change of mind, I'm withdrawing membership. Yeah. Or fine, at least you know where I stand. Yeah. And this is my position, that's your position. I trust your leadership. Uh, God will be help you hold you accountable and I'm with you. That's right. Yeah. That is that is very I, I think that's very yeah. good. That's very good. Yeah. yeah. So we've we've come to the end of segment number one. Um if you have any thoughts on this, we'd really like to hear from you. Comment section, let us know, contact us uh, so that we, we, we hear. Maybe there's a part of this topic that we haven't exactly narrowed down on that you'd like us to address. Please get in touch with us. Let's hear from our sponsors and then we come back for our book of the week in segment number two. Welcome back to segment number two of Coffee in the Library. Pastor Simale, take it away. Book of the week. All right, thank you. Jesse Ram, a practical religion. For your information, Jesse Ram was the Bishop of Liverpool. Hey. Not Liverpool football team, but... <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> a church in Liverpool. Yeah, so if you need a biblical reason to support Liverpool, or a Christian one, there you have it. J.C. Ryle. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Come on, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, 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 did a, his, he did a book on practical religion. And I think in this book, his goal really is to show that genuine scripture holiness will make a man do his duties at uh, home, in the community, and in the church. He will live out his doctrines in a practical way. He, he doesn't want people to think that Christianity is... The day-to-day -day life is separated from our understanding and our view of the Bible and of God. And so he, he, he brings out aspects of uh, being meek, being self-controlled, being loving, being forgiving, and, 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 and things like that. To show what your faith in God really is or your Christianity. And also he tries to show that your duties at home must be as a result of your your belief in God. And because of that, you are now showing that my understanding or my trust in the Bible is making me do A, B, C, D at home. And therefore, you should not just say that home, it must go beyond the home, whether it's in the community, it's at work, or it's at church. And so for, his, for him, his argument is Christianity is practical. He doesn't want us to present it as a separate thing from life. It's living for Christ in your day-to-day -day affairs of your, your, your life. I think it reminds me of the discussion outside we've been having on understanding women. A godly man at home, a godly man at work, a godly man at church. And those are Jesse Rao's thoughts. And he really wants young people uh, to understand and appreciate that yeah it's called practical religion yeah and what's our rating for this one easy to read yeah no we'll put it at eight it's an eight yeah yeah so this is for men yeah right yeah. this is for like are you are you ready to wrestle this is the book practical practical religion yeah yeah banner of truth trust yes yeah, yeah. Uh, ladies you can read it and then you also put it in front of your husband 
Yeah. Or your, 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 the guy you are in a relationship, but one, uh, start reading real material. Yeah, because he also deals with uh, uh, kind and being gentle. So you may want that to get your boyfriend <laughs> or your husband. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you very much for that, Pastor. Um, we'll put links for this stuff in the description so that you can find them on uh, different book selling platforms. Most of the books are available in the Evergreen yeah. Bookshop here at Kamata Baptist Church. So swing by and uh, uh, purchase one or two, you know, for yourself or for a friend. We've come to the end of this episode. Thank you very much for joining us. We hope you've heard everything uh, that we had uh, presented. If you have any questions, once again, get in touch with us. Pastor Sirali and I are both on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I think our information should be in some description box somewhere. So feel free to get in touch with us directly or with the Biblical Christianity page. And if you have any topics you'd like us to, dis- to discuss next time, we'd love to hear from you. Till the next time, bye. All right, bye. Thanks.